Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. You are all welcome to the third day. Today is the third day and the feast is going to be so awesome today. There is something about the third day in Hosea chapter 6 verse 2. It says that after two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. Praise the Lord. Today is the day of restoration. All the instruction, the wisdom that we need to live, to dwell in the presence of the Lord Most High is going to be released upon us tonight. So with this in mind, I want us to go into um, to read from the book of Isaiah chapter 55. I'll read from verse 1. It says, Ho, everyone who says, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. You, you come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread? and your wages for what does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Tonight, I want us to pray. The Lord is asking us to listen to what he has to say to us tonight. We want to pray for the ears that hear, that Lord God, let me listen, O Lord, tonight, O Lord Father, that everything, the good things, the new wine that you have for me tonight, that I will receive it. I will take it in the name of Jesus. We want to come against distraction, that we will not be distracted when the Rema watch that we need to, to help us to, to, to live in his presence is being spoken to us tonight. Shall we pray? Father, we give you praise. We worship you, Lord. We magnify your holy name. Everlasting King of glory, we thank you for this third day. Yes, Lord, this is the third day. This is the third day, O oh Lord. Yes, Lord, Father, the day that you have proposed to restore us, to restore homes, to restore our lives, to restore our marriages, to restore us back to your presence. Oh Lord, we pray tonight, oh Lord, for a listening spirit, oh Lord, a listening ear, Lord Father, let our hearts listen, oh Lord, the rema word that you have for us tonight, Lord Father, that we will receive it, we will receive it, oh Lord, so that we will dwell in your presence, oh Lord, because in your presence there is fullness of joy, Lord, it is only in your presence, oh Lord Father, that we can live forever. Oh, Lord, everlasting King of glory, we pray, Lord God, that you will help us tonight, oh, Lord, Father, to receive everything that you have for us, oh, Lord, so that, Lord God, this today, oh, Lord, that you have meant to restore us, Lord, everyone that has come today will receive their restoration, oh, Lord, so that we will be restored back to your presence, that we may dwell in your presence, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We worship you, Lord. We exalt your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we have prayed. And I will um, hand over to Dickiness Oluwashola, please. Good evening, everyone. Happy anniversary to all our beloved women. We thank God. Uh, another Sheila is here. God has brought us to this season and to this time. And we celebrate, you know, in the presence of God. Um, 
as a continuation from what uh, Pastor has uh, shared, can we still stay in the book of Isaiah? I will read from verse 10 and 11. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty. King James says it will not return to me void, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. We've come into the presence of God. Another Shiloh is here. We've come as women to receive from the presence of God. As the rain and the snow, as the word is sent forth, as the Lord will use our, our, our speakers, um, Pastor Tijane, uh, as the Lord will use Reverend, um, Akbabi, as the Lord will use mommy and daddy to speak to us tonight. I want us to pray that the word, as the rain and the snow come down and do not return to the heaven without watering the earth, the word of God will water our soul. It will replenish us. We will, we will break up every fallow ground within our hearts. Our hearts will be receptive to that word. As the word goes forth, it will, it will enter into us. It will transform us. It will change us. It will do a new thing in our spirit, soul, minds, and body. And it will also bring forth an excellent fruit. We will go forth and we will show forth the fruit of this word. Let us pray in Jesus' name. King of kings and Lord of lords, we thank you, Father, for another opportunity to come into your presence, to sit at your feet and receive the word of life. Lord, as we've come, we pray, God of heaven, even as your word says in Nazareth 55, Lord, from verse 10 and 11, that as the rain and the snow come down from the heaven and don't return without watering it, Lord, your word, O oh God of heaven, that we receive today, it will water, it will replenish our soul, it will revive our spirit, God of heaven. Father, your word, O oh God of heaven, will not return void. Lord, our lives, O oh God, will be transformed by the entrance of your word. Tonight, as we listen, we pray, Father, for hearts and spirits that are ready, that are willing. Your people, O oh God of heaven, shall be willing in the day of the Lord. Tonight, O oh God, we will receive your word, and our spirit, man, O oh God, shall be transformed. Lord Jesus, from where we are to where you would have us be, Lord, your word will bring forth an excellent fruit. Lord, and that fruit, O oh God, will multiply. You will help us, O oh God of heaven. Father, you will change us. Daddy, you will transform us. Your word, O oh God, will have meaning to us, O oh God. Father, God of heaven, will speak of heaven, even against every hardened heart. We ask, Father, take away every hardened heart and replace it with a heart of flesh. Grant that tonight, O oh God, your people shall receive the word of life and we shall receive, O oh God, the sustenance for our soul. Our spirit, man, O oh God, shall be renewed and refreshed in your sight tonight. Thank you, mighty God of heaven. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I'd like to hand over to Pastor Debbie Bilou. Praise the Lord. Good evening. I'm going to take my prayer point from the book of Isaiah. First, I'm going to read chapter 55 from verse 8. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And then I'm going to go to the book of Psalm 119, verse 34 it says give me understanding and i will keep your law and obey it with all my heart direct me in the path of your command for there i find delight praise the lord i want us to pray this night 
that Lord, as your word comes forth, one, give me understanding. When I was listening to the word yesterday, my heart was saying, cast away the old. God is giving us a new thing. In the Bible verse I read earlier, it says, my thoughts are not your words. So Lord, purge me of what I know or what I think I know. And as I hear this word, give me understanding, give me insight and give me the grace to walk according to what God is going to teach me tonight. Give me a heart of obedience. Turn the heart of stone into a heart of flesh. Give me an open heart to receive what God is placing before me. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we bless you. Thank you tonight for your word. Your word that is healing to our body. Your word that is life. Lord, we pray tonight that you will give us understanding. Give me understanding from the throne of grace. As your word is open before me. Lord, in areas that I need to correct my life, let me work according to that word. Give me a heart of obedience. As I hear this word, help me to run with this word with an obedient heart. Take away a heart of stone. Give me a heart of flesh that I will receive your word. Give me a heart like the heart of a child that as I receive your word, I will run with it. Lord, let me, as well as being the hearers, let me be a doer of your word tonight in the name of Jesus. In every area that correction comes, give me the a humble heart to run with it in any way that God wants to change my mind to begin to walk in a certain in any way where I've fallen short Lord take away guilt and give me a heart of humility give me a heart that will run with your word that will bring forth life your word brings forth life your word brings forth direction Lord tonight we want to receive direction we want to receive direction we want to be beautified by the word that will come from the lips of the women women of God tonight in the name of Jesus God of heaven we bless you we give you all the glory thank you Lord because at the end of today I will praise your name for the changes that will take place in our heart in jesus name amen amen i'm going to hand over to pastor debbie hallelujah we give god praise for his presence amongst us in this annual convention uh, you are all welcome once again to the third day of this holy convocation so it gives me great pleasure to introduce our fourth speaker for tonight. Just a little background about our speaker. She is a teacher by profession with a vast experience in the early years development. She is a widow who has single-handedly raised up four successful daughters. Of course, with the help of her beloved husband, Jesus Christ. She is a grandmother and one of the associate pastors in Christ's Faith Tabernacle. A few years ago, she decided to further her education and graduated with a first-class honors, following the footsteps of her beloved father in the Lord, Apostle A.T.B. Williams. She is the coordinator of the Dockers Group under the hospitality wings of Christ's Faith Tabernacle. And so today she will be sharing with us on childhood matters the formative years, building a foundation in Christ. So let's put our hands together as I introduce Pastor Tokumbo Tijani. Good evening, all. Thank you for that kind words, Pastor Debbie. I'm really grateful to our spiritual parents for giving me such a huge platform tonight. 
And I know that where there's a gap in my knowledge, I have the assurance that they'll be there to support me. And thank you for all the listeners as well. And happy anniversary to all the women in Christ's faith tabernacle worldwide. Indeed, Idato has the Lord helped us for 27 years. And so, if I can go smoothly to the topic before me, childhood matters. And under that, I'll be expanding on the formative years, building a foundation in Christ. Childhood is a broad topic. We need a lot of days, even months, to explore it. But wherever God engraces us tonight, I believe that by the time we finish, we will take one or two things to reflect upon, and the Lord will help us. Let us pray. Our Lord and God, we thank you for such a privilege like this. I release myself under the leadership and control of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, the teacher, come and teach me tonight. And as I present this topic to all the giants in the kingdom, may the entrance of your word bring forth light. May understanding come and let your word fall on fatter ground in our hearts. By the time we finish tonight, we will know that we have encountered Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Childhood matters. Like I said earlier, this is a broad topic. I will just give a brief introduction about childhood and how it has been perceived over the century. Then I will narrow down to where the woman of God really wanted to dwell upon. Part of the grace that God has given our spiritual parents, apostles and reverend, is that they are solution-focused leaders. Where they see that there is a need around them, they try to help people to find solution. And hence, we have this topic tonight. One would think that childhood would be an easy concept to define. Because the common characteristics to every human being, irrespective of differences in culture, race, class, or gender, is that everyone was once a child. However, after much reading and consideration of the many factors affecting children growing up in different places at different times, it became clear that the idea of childhood is a complex one. Children experience childhood according to the social, cultural, economic, and historical factors prevailing where they are located at a particular point in time. Therefore, to define childhood in a particular way or hold a particular perspective about childhood poses a problem. Some of the um, children development authors argue that childhood is a social construct. It has been described over times in different ways. Childhood has been identified as from birth to seven years, or even from birth to the time that person gives birth. Or it can be seen from birth to the time where a person lives away from home, or they start work. 
Well, according to the United Nations Convention of the Rights of the Child, child childhood is described from birth to the age of 18. Now, given that brief background to childhood, I will now zero down to the formative years where we build the foundation in Christ. My, the focus of my discussion will mainly based from zero to five years because this is where in the culture where I practice as a teacher, with zero to five years is the preschool years. And it is believed that the foundation is laid in this way. And when we focus on this topic, no matter how our curriculum guidance is framed, by the time we look at it or break it down, we will realize that the wisdom of these curriculum's guidance or frameworks, they come from Christ. I like the scripture that is commonly used when we talk about raising children or training children. I like the way the NIV puts it. In Proverbs 22 verse 6, it says, Start up your children in the way they should go, and when they are old enough, they will not depart from it. So, for the purpose of our discussion, I will discuss, I will give meaning, brief meaning to some of the keywords. When we talk about formative, it means, or for, for this purpose, it can be dis- defined as fashioning molding, having a form of profound influence on a person's development. And when I talk, we say building, the act of building or construction. And what does foundation mean? It's the basis or groundwork of anything or the underlying principle. Bearing that in mind, we are saying, how do we mold our children? How do we give them the principle for life with God being our helper, using the guidance in Christ? Now, if I use the curricular guidance in the UK as an example, it says early years foundation stage. And I can there are four themes under the curricular guidance. And bearing in mind that I'm talking to a larger audience tonight, and I've observed that no matter how our curriculum guidance and framework is framed in our learning institution, there are similarities to be seen when we break it down and implement it. But because this is the one I'm used to, and I can see the word of God in them, I'm going to use that as a background for my discussion tonight. And I hope from whatever culture you are tuning in from, you'll be able to adapt yours to miss this basic principle guided by the word of God. So in that curriculum guidance for zero to five years, which is called the early years foundation stage, it has four subtitles, namely the unique child, positive relationships, 
enabling environment and learning and development. So if you can see from those um, subtitles that any child, in, irrespective of where they are growing, a child, every child is unique. Every child needs a positive relationship to be able to grow. They need enabling environments and they need to learn and develop. That is common to every individual. So if I take the unique child, Bible says in Isaiah 49 verse 1b, Before I was born, the Lord called me from my mother's womb. He has spoken my name. Every child is unique. And if we take that popular scripture that our spiritual mother has been using for the title Beautified by His Glory, that Isaiah, that Psalm 139 from 13 to 16, also attests to the uniqueness of every child. Every child is unique in their physical appearance, the way they express themselves, what they like, what they do not like. They are calling and purpose in life. And from early on, a child begins to show or display their likes, interests, learning style, etc., etc. Therefore, it is vital for parents or carers to tune in to their children, to fight to raise them to, the be- to be the best of themselves. It cannot compare a child even to their sibling because every child is unique. So well, when we raise a child and nurture them and encourage them, bearing their interest in, in mind, their uniqueness in, in mind, then they will get reach their full potential. Note, there can never be two of the same person. Every child is unique, and this uniqueness is to be nurtured and celebrated. Comparing a child to another will suggest to them they they are not good enough, and they may start to become less confident in themselves and their abilities. So we need to bear that in mind when we are raising our children. When we have two or three children in the family, they're never the same. Their interests will be different, their personality, their characteristics. So we start from the place of the strength of every child. And where they are needing support, we provide that, and the Lord will help us. When I go to positive relationships, every, every child, every person, you are, we are social beings. Like if I, since I've been talking tonight, even though I'm in my home, on my own, I'm able to forge ahead and keep on talking because I know that people are listening to me, wherever they may be. So also, babies and children will thrive when they know that they have responsive and caring adults around them, caring for them. They need to be looked after by receptive adults who are sensitive to their needs. When children's emotional needs are met, they are self-assured and learn to build trusting and positive relationships with others. 
when children are raised in a compassionate way, they will learn how to show compassion and empathy to others. Isaiah 40 verse 11 attests to this. That scripture says, He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those who have young. That's talking about compassion, is it? That's talking about love of Christ. Isaiah 49.15 also says, Can the mother forget the baby at her breast? And have no compassion on the child she has born? God expects parents and carers to build positive relationships with their children and babies from early on and have compassion on them. Mm -hmm. Crying babies and children need loving adults to reassure them. They should not be left to cry for a prolonged time under the notion that they will be spot when they are being picked up all the time. In fact, neuroscientists suggest that leaving a baby or child unattended when they are crying can have an adverse effect on their brain development over time. And if you, you are such a parent that you think that's the best way, can I please ask you to reflect on that and change? Crying babies, children will learn from receptive adults, social skills of sharing with others, tone-taking, and other socially acceptable norms and practices within the culture and environment in which the child is being raised. What do I mean by that? When, as parents, you show that when your child needs, when your child is showing to you, I need care, I need love, and you're responsive to them, they learn com- compassion. They learn empathy as well, and the Lord will help us. Now, I'm not suggesting to us that when we have babies, we'll cry a lot. That is not challenging, but God will give grace. Sometimes we need help. Let's ask for helping hands when we need support, and the Lord will engrace us. Now, I move to enabling environments. When we talk about enabling environment. There is what is called emotional environment and physical environment. Emotional environment for a child will be peaceful environment. Where some, from ba- some babies earlier on, you will notice that when there's too much shouting around them, they get scared. And you have if, a par- if the parents and carer are tuning to this type of babies who are not who do not like noises around them, loud noises, then they'll be able to provide a peaceful environment for them. When we talk about the physical environment as well, where children are able to learn in a spacious place. Every child we need will have particular need at different developmental stage. Now, a crawling child 
we need space to crawl safely. That's not the time to litter the whole of the house with ornaments. That's not providing an enabling environment. In a two-year-old, they want to explore. They want to climb. They want to do things. These things that we see children display, especially in their physical abilities, is part of growing up, and it is normal. Now, let's say a two-year-old and just had a baby. He looks at himself, looks at the size of the little baby, and thinks, is this a real baby? Let me lift his or her finger a bit. And then from lifting the finger a bit, in the mouth scratch, they might bite to know that. Is this my little sibling? Is this a real human being or is it a, the dolly that I play with? That's part of growing up. That is not the time to start telling that child off. Of course, we tell them about kind hands. This is your little one. You were once a child like this. And when I get to the bit where we talk about communication and stuff, I will discuss that. So a peaceful, conducive, and reassuring space that provides opportunities for children to explore, learn, and challenge themselves in a safe way is needed for children to strive. And I'll talk about a child learn to sit, then crawl, then stand, then walk, and then run. And there are different needs that comes with these developmental milestones, and the Lord will help us. And when I talk about learning and development, Children learn best for res- from responsive adults who are tuning to them and provide them with secure base from where they can explore and learn. So let's take a crawling child, for instance. How do parents and carer provide secure base? They start to crawl and they will crawl away maybe one meter, look back. Oh, my mommy is still there. My daddy is still there. My auntie is still there. They inch further and further. So also, they grow when they're learning their ABC, their maths, the reassurement, you are doing well. You are doing well. We start from what they know and build up on what they do not know. That's how learning progresses and the Lord will help us. So under learning and development, that will talk about communication and language. Babies and children need to be given opportunities to, co- to communicate with responsive adults from early on. I keep on using responsive, responsive, because it's a two-way approach. If a baby is talking, babbling from money, and the adult is just doing what he or she is doing, no response. That will stop a child from, from doing that again. But a babbling child will hear the mother or the dad or the sister say, ooh, ooh, in response, oh, they learn that this is a desirable behavior. And they do more and more. And they build on, on their learning. When we talk about communication and language, babies communicate by using facial expressions, They look at you, you're smiling, you smile back at them. They vocalize, they make the sound, they shake their heads. 
they wave goodbye, they cry, they use their body language and gestures. It is necessary to listen and respond to babies, no matter how discomforting their cries may be. This is because ignoring them can have a detrimental effect on their well-being and it can impact their social relationships negatively. Young children are listened to by giving them opportunities to participate and make decisions on matters that affect them according to their level of understanding and stage of maturity. Giving children the time and space to participate in their own pace is part of listening to them. What do I say? Oh, a two-year-old still learning to speak and saying this and saying that, and you cannot really understand that, what they are saying, because the language is still developing and forming. But respond to them. Okay. And sometimes they get frustrated as well if adults and carers do not understand them. But what do you want? What do you need? The patience and the time. It's not a case. Go and, go and sit down. I don't even know what you are saying. That's not a best practice. When children are listened to, they also learn the skill of taking, tone-taking in conversations. Their self-worth is boosted and they are able to express their feelings in appropriate ways. It is important to know that language development and bilingualism are part of the social process by which a child becomes a member of a particular group and that language is a crucial part of any child's culture. What do I mean by that? You know, in language, because of the importance of language, some sets of individuals dominate the society. And let's say a child is growing up in India or Nigeria, where in that part, a child might be born into a particular family. Maybe they speak Punjabi or Hindi or they speak Yoruba. It's also important. In fact, learning the two languages or three languages adds to the mental capability. It's not a hindrance. In the past, you've seen the learning style or educational style system where a child does not, the, the first language of the child it's not given more attention sometimes because maybe the general language, the acceptable language of communication in that particular country is not the first language. But it helps to help the child to build on, on all the languages of the culture in which EOR is situated. I like this part. I've left language now. I'm going to behavior management. And the scripture that is commonly used is Proverbs 19.7. Discipline your children for in that, Proverbs 19.17, for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to their death. And this other scripture, Proverbs 22.15, folly is bound up in the heart of a child. But the rod of discipline will drive it out. 
What is discipline really? Disciplines mean the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior. Or it can also be defined as using punishment to correct disobedience. These two scriptures are open to different interpretations. Now in managing children's behavior, their ages and stages of development must be put into consideration. Sometimes what I've witnessed or I've observed is that the methods of managing business children's um, behavior does not align with their level of understanding. For instance, age two is a very particular age where they call them troublesome to this and that because that age, they are, their person is informing and they test boundaries a lot. They do not believe that they are babies. If you see a two-year-old, there's that to say, I'm a big girl, I'm a big boy because they think they are big. But in terms of understanding some concepts, they are still growing. So if you tell a two-year-old, oh, don't go there, they want to go there. Or a parent might say, I told you earlier, don't go there. But there's no explanation to why you shouldn't go there. But they might not really understand why they shouldn't go there. And a parent or a carer might become really annoyed. But it's because their level of understanding is not at that stage yet. And all these factors need to be put into consideration when we want to manage children's behavior. I, I, I said in that Isaiah 1:18a, "Come now, let us reason together," says the Lord. I prefer that where all the time we reason with children, we explain to them according to their stage of understanding. So it's not. When we talk about rod of correction, as that scripture says, it doesn't have to be cane. In fact, in some country, and this part of the culture where I'm situated, to cane a child and leave a mark on the body is a safeguarding issue. And if in my setting I see a child that is cane and no reasonable, and I see a mark, I have to report that. It's a safeguarding issue because not reporting it means that I have something to hide as well. Then I'm supporting evil. So in whatever culture we, we are situated or located at this point in time, if the God of the whole universe can say, come, let us reason together, before he now says that if you are willing and obedient, you will build it the best of the land. It's starting from the point of reasoning with us. So we can do that to our young ones as well. When a child learns the act of people reasoning to her, become an adult who can reason. Maybe when they sit in the seat of power, they can reason. They will not resort to force or using stick or violence. That, that bit of behavior management is a big one. 
So he said, I said there, I prefer the school of thought that believes that children can be trained by reasoning with them and showing them how to behave by modeling the desired behavior to them. We talk a lot about golden values, kind hands, sharing, and stuff. If children have not learned that from the appearance of Kara, the art of sharing, the art of tongue-taking in conversation, they can never grow to be adults who will have such attitude or principle in their life. It's what we, we, we have, it's what we can give away. So the Lord will help us. I put there that in some cultures, using corporal punishment to manage children's behavior is totally banned. The question one to ask oneself is this, am I managing the behavior or am I reacting to it? God must be at the center of everything we do, even in the way children's behavior are dealt with. In conclusion tonight, when we talk about laying the foundation in Christ in raising our children or building a child's foundation in Christ, the child's development must be looked at in a holistic way, that is, the child as a whole, because you cannot break a child into components. That in, in other words, the child's spiritual development, emotional development, social development, personal development, physical development, and intellectual development must be considered. Bible says in Luke 1, 88, and the child grew and became strong in spirit. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, says, and, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. This is my prayers for our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren tonight. Thank you. This is very interesting. I believe very much that um, this message is a message that should be heard. You know, um, I would say that by the whole world. There is a lot of information that God just downloaded in a short time. I didn't really want her to stop. I wish that she continues, but I believe very much that she is very conscious of time. We are going to have a seminar, not on Saturday, but on Sunday service, where we look at this very issue. Because if every Christian lacks the understanding of God's uh, instruction towards disciplining a child, you will fall into a very big net of God. Because um, as what she was, uh, uh, Pastor Tijani was saying, Many people misunderstand the scripture, especially when the scripture says that this do not spare a child a rod. Now, the fact is that inability to relate with the level of reasoning of a child and truly understand the reason or the motive behind a child's 
behavioral you know, ways or responses has led many people into unjust um, dealing with those children. And God hates it. Because God is so patient with us. And God does not expect us to be beating children. Children are really taught, as as um, Pastor was saying, especially in the area of communication, from their very much credo, where the child knows that when he does something else, he can see facial expression, and that facial expression will react to it. If he does something good, he will see the smile, and that child will react to it. If a child is properly taught that way, when the child is growing to the age of two, three, four, that child will be very conscious, very conscious of, you know, not doing the wrong thing. And if that grows with the child, which is the fundamental of the scripture, you will, you will discover that the child will be more obedient to the parent because of adequate communication. And this is what, uh, one of the things that God is speaking through, through uh, our pastor. It is very, 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 very interesting. And I'm very happy that this is on the World Wide Web and this will go into a television program. I, I also believe that God has given you a lot of information that is compound. Because what she was saying, they look uh, very, very brief. But each area that uh, uh, Pastor Tijani was speaking about, if time is given to her, she can take one hour just teaching about that very area. But I believe very much that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you more about uh, the things that God is saying through um, his servant today. May the Lord continue to strengthen you all and bless you. You will discover that I have her name under my platform because um, I was not able to bring her into uh, my platform as to put in the uh, credentials there. But however the case may be, Pastor Tijani, may the Lord continue to bless you. We have been so much informed and instructed, especially those of you who are still at that age of raising children, and those of you who are now grandparents, you will have seen some things you didn't do while you were raising your own children, but you can do them for your grandchildren. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you. Pastor Tijani, the Lord strengthened you, and we'll have time with you uh, another time. Now, can I just say that sitting with me in the studio here is a woman of God that um, you all are aware of, or most of you are aware of, whom the Lord gave the vision of the women of Red Destiny. And as the topic of this conference is women you are beautified, you women you are beautified by his glory, I believe very much that, you know, all what you are hearing about child upbringing, about uh, the lecture you had yesterday, we have been focusing very much on women. However, men have been learning tremendously from what God is speaking to the women. And I will just bring Reverend Omar Williams to the podium now uh, to share with us very, very briefly on Beautified by His Glory. Reverend Omar, please. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's so wonderful again to be in the presence of the Lord. I want to say a very big thank you to my beloved pastor, Pastor Tijani. Yes. The message was so brief and impactful. I really want to thank God for your life because you have represented us well in this ministry and outside this ministry. The leader of the Dockers group in this church. And you will have a lot of testimonies 
a mother that raised great and mighty children, beautiful children, first-class children in the things of man and in the things of God. I really want to say thank you to you. Uh, without wasting time tonight, I just want to quickly go into the message where we stopped the last time. You know, the theme before me tonight, or the theme of our convention, is woman, you are beautified by glory. Even before I go on, I've been having a lot of testimony and text, you know. Your women are beautiful. They really represent you so well. They represent God so well. They represent your apostles so well. So thank you. Keep the banner flying. You are wonderfully and beautifully made. Let's keep the banner flying and reflect God's glory. I said to us that the beauty is not only from outside. If you try to manage your beauty from outside, you can end up having a, a, a fading glory. But if you let Jesus handle your beauty from inside, then you, you have an unfading glory. And after this conference, you're going to shine, you're going to be shining for the Lord, having an unfading glory like never before. So that takes me to where we stopped. I, we stopped with, uh, with the word, like I said, we, we are looking into the word beautiful, beautified, and glory. We treated beautified and glory. But we are unbeautiful. We look at uh, a lot of women characters when we are looking at the word beautified. And I said to us, we must note that it is not our makeup. It is not our eyelashes. It is not our eyebrows or eyeshadow that beautifies us, but God's glory. Amen. So therefore, beauty is more than appealing face. Beauty is from within. Your appearance should be a complement to your inner spirit. Therefore, your inner spirit should reveal your outward appearance. When Jesus is on the inside, I said to us, we begin to walk on our outside. Then there is a change in our lives and we can reflect him appropriately. After this conference, there is going to be a greater understanding that will cause us to reflect Jesus more and more. Jesus on our inside will be shining on our outside. The Bible has a lot, I said to us the last time, the Bible has a lot to discuss about our inner and outer beauty. Because when you allow Jesus on the inside, he will definitely walk on your outside and make you to reflect him greatly. Many women in the scriptures are noted for their lovely appearance. And uh, we started from Sarah. Get back to the tape and listen to that. We also look at the life of Rebecca. We looked at the life of Rachel. We look at the life of Abigail the last time. We look at the life of Bathsheba. And today, briefly, I'll be looking at the life of Esther. Esther was beautified for God's glory. In the midst of many other women, she was the one that had favor with the king. And I say to us tonight after this meeting, you will have favor with the mighty God. The everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The Bible talks about the increase of his government and peace. According to that, Isaiah chapter 9. He said of the increase of Jesus' government and peace upon our lives, there shall be no end. As Esther found favor before the king, so you will find favor before the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And that takes me to the book of Esther chapter 2. And I also want you to keep this scripture as well, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 9. 
Esther chapter 2 verse 9. Uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Esther chapter 2 verse 9. He said the girl pleased him and won his favor. The girl. <laughs> you are going to please God tonight and you are going to win his favor. Immediately, he provided her with her beauty treatments. The king provided the, 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 the one that won his heart with beauty treatments and with special food. Can I say to you, you have been receiving these beauty treatments right from the time that this convention started. You know, during the time of Jesus on earth, he spoke in parables. So you have been receiving these beauty treatments. You have been receiving also this special food, which is the word of God you have been receiving from. Uh, from, 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 from every speaker that has been uh, 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 that has spoke on these on these uh, uh, links, the Bible says in that verse. Now Esther was given this beauty treatment and special food. Do you know that the food that you eat also has a lot to reflect your outside? You don't eat anyhow. The way you eat also has a lot to reflect your lifestyle. The treatment you give to your body, because I didn't have time tonight, I would have shown you. There are oils that you should use to help you, to, to help to, to tone your body and bring and, and, and do the work on your body. When you introduce people, you have to use oils. Your body is not meant for chemicals. Your body is meant for oil. You learn that from the scripture. Beauty, one of the things that Esther was used because of time, I won't be able to go into that. Beauty, good beauty treatment. Oh, someone say, ah, when I use this way, it makes me dark. No, 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 that's your skin. It moisturizes your skin. That dark skin will come out. If you are dark like me, it will make the skin, it will make it darker or make it to the, to the tone of your skin. You see, Esther was given these beauty treatments and special food. I want you to underline those two words. Only beauty treatments. We have given you spiritual beauty treatments from the beginning of this conference, I said. And special food, which is the word of God that you have learned. You don't want to sit on it. You want to act it after this great conference. He said, was given this by the king. Or you can put it in another word. The king made provision for the beauty treatment and the special food that Esther needs. In order for her to reflect God's glory and be seated with him in the heavenly, heavenly places. Then he can be the queen. She can be the queen. So beauty treatments was given to her. Special food was given to her. Guess what? Esther never argued with that beautiful guy that, that, that God put beside her to help her to, 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 to do the work. Was it not written in his word? That God has given to us everything that we need for life and for godliness by his divine power. So God, the king himself was one that, that, that chose Esther. And he made provision for Esther to be given that beauty treatment. To be nurtured. He did not say in his words that we shall be like well-nurtured plants. He said our sons in their youth shall be like well-nurtured plants and our daughters like pillars carved to adorn a palace. Esther was given this treatment and he, so that he can be a pillar. To adorn the palace of the king. The same thing. The Lord is giving you words in this meeting so that you can be that well carved pillars to adorn 
are different homes and the palaces of God, are, diff are different churches. He takes only those that are seated within, in the heavenly places, far above principalities and powers. For you to be given, well, after receiving this beauty treatment and the special food from the Almighty God, He takes people that will not go the way of sinners or walk and sit in the seat of mockers. It only takes those that their delight is in the word of the Lord to be taken, to be seated with him. And you can see all these great qualities in Esther. It's in that book of First Peter, I read which I've mentioned before, it said his divine power has given us everything we need for life and for godliness through a knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through this, he has given us his very great precious promises. You have been receiving these great and precious promises from the, from the time that you gave your life to Christ. And God is reminding you again as you are going through this conference. So that through them, you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. You are not supposed to bleach your skin. You are not supposed to use chemicals on your skin. Some have done this and they are brought scars on their body. It has made them unbeautiful. There are patches all over. You are not supposed to be changing your, your, the way you look. You must be satisfied with how God has created you. Because being seated with God in the heavenly places or the divine power that God has given to us will make us to be like God. Will make us to represent God's image properly through his divine nature so that we can escape the corruption in the world. I want you to underline that in that book of Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. We can escape corruption in the world that is caused by evil desires. I want to be like somebody that, that I want to be a white man. I want my hair to be colored. I want it to be, you know, I want, I want this type of hair. Then you do, you, you, do you, 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 you just use things anyhow on your body, on your skin, on your hair. Some would get some wig. I'm not against wig as long as you use the, 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 according to your, your, your hair color and according to the way your, you, 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 you should look good. Not look like mad people outside there. Some would get ponytail. The, 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 the hair that, they put, that you put on yourself will be up to your, to your legs. And then you'll you be waving it and waving it. Some will even carry some. And, you know, who are you deceiving? Deception of highest order. And you know what happens to people that are deceived in the Bible? God said a lot about you being a deceiver. So that we must not be carried away while escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desire. You begin to desire this how Mamioma look. There's nothing bad to look like Mamioma. But if you say this how Mamioma look and you think you are dark, I'm dark, your own type of shade is different from my shade, and you felt that you are too dark and you want my shade, then you think Mamioma is bleaching. No, 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 no. Mamioma is not bleaching. Mamioma is using the correct moisturizer. I have people that shop for me, they will tell you, I, I, you can phone me, I give you their name, they will tell you what I use. So that you can apply it on your skin. I don't have any secret. What I do, I want you to do it. Look, I said to you about the comment of the people. Say, oh, your women look so lovely. They're following the footsteps. And I'm happy to hear that. They look so lovely. Because they show all of you here. Represent God well because you are God's image. You are beautified to bring glory to God. 
That was why I said, for this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. And he said to mention that for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. God wants us to reflect him. He didn't want us to bring shame to him. He didn't want us to be unproductive. He didn't want us to be ineffective. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from the past sins. He has been cleansed from the past sins. So let us behave ourselves in the way we reflect God's glory. Not this. Today, many of us treated our bodies with all kinds of ugly makeups in form of chemicals that we mix together to treat our bodies. And this, in the end, created bad scares that remains or leave our skin damaged for life or forever. We must always know that as God put, as the king put in place, angels, I call them angels on earth here, to look after Esther, which you read from, uh, 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 from uh, that psalm, uh, 91, 11 to 12. He said he assigned to her seven maids, selected from the king's palace. God selected angels from his palace. And he also selected angels for us on earth here. He has placed people in place that you have to look up onto. Thank God for Apostle Williams. Thank God for myself. Thank God for people like Pastor Tijani and many other pastors in Christ's tabernacle and many others that we are watching. Thank God for faithful leaders that you can watch. There are lots of leaders out there. Your members can wear anything. It doesn't matter to you. As long as you get their money. As long, No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. You want to prepare them as God's workmanship so that everybody can make heaven. That is my own, that is my own race. I want to make everybody ready for the kingdom. So that in the end, he said, tears will be wiped away from many. I don't want anyone to, I don't want to cry myself. I pray, Lord, help me. That's why I say, when you see me, maybe I misbehave a little bit. Correct me well. Don't correct me with, uh, 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 without respecting me. Correct me, mommy. Ah, this thing is a little bit. Then I will tell you, thank you so much. There are many palaces that is referred to, there are many churches. Like, to, to mention one of them, one of them is Christ's tabernacle. He said he assigned her seven maids, selected from the king's palace, and moved her and her maid into the best place in the harem. He did not say in that book of Psalm that he has assigned angels concerning us, so that we not step our foot against stone. In that Psalm 91 verse 11. Now, guess what about Esther? In that book of Esther, chapter 2, 12 to 13. He says, before a girl, the girl's turn come to go to the king, king Axis. Before it is their turn. You know, a lot of virgins were brought into the palace at this time because of Vashti's behavior. Before the girl's turn, there are the virgins, but before any one of them, before it gets to their turn, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatments. I want you to underline that. 12 months of beauty treatments prescribed for the women. 6 months with oil of myrrh, 
and six months with perfume and cosmetics. That is another topic on its own. When God allows us to be able to talk about the six months of uh, oil and air and the six months of perfume and cosmetics. And this is how she will go to the king. Anything she wanted was given to her. Was given her to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. Because Esther has been chosen. So anything that she wants after completing that uh, treatment, 12 month treatment. Esther chapter 2, verse 15. He says, When the turn came for Esther, the girl Mordecai had adopted, the daughter uh, of his uncle Abigail, to go to the king. She asked for nothing other than what he got. God is raising more obedient leaders, obedient ladies, obedient men that will be obedient to the angel that is assigned to you. That is obedient to the angels of Christ's tabernacle. You can put your church there. There are different angels that God has assigned to the door of our churches. I can see some angels that are not happy when you are coming in because you are bringing shame on God. As we can see, you know, as adults, as individuals that are really full and grounded in the word of God and in the things of God, we can see it. We can smell it. The way you behave, the way you dress. Remember that you are beautified to bring glory to God. Some of you will even dress, your breasts will be showing. Who are you showing up to? The angel is so sad when you come into the church. And he says there, when the turn came for Esther, and all the rest of the church, the, uh, the, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the harem, suggested that Esther would do anything. And Esther won in the favor of everyone who saw her. Do you know that you'll be judged from us here? If you cannot win the favor of all your leaders here, there is no way you can win the one in heaven. God is watching. God is looking. He's looking everywhere. To that person that will represent him or reflect him well. After this meeting, your story will change for good. Okay. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than to any of the other women. And she won her favor and approved uh, an approval more than any of the other virgins. Remember the word virgins again. So he set a royal crown. This is where the women of righteousness uh, uh, motto come from. Setting a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Every woman in this church and every woman that is watching you have won the approval of God as obedient to the word of God that is spoken in this conference. And the king gave a great banquet. Everyone is going to rejoice concerning you if you have been uh, uh, a problematic person that is not listening. You will listen now. Then they gave the Esther's banquet. That's why we celebrate after this meeting. Thank God for COVID. Everyone is going to celebrate at home after this meeting. For all his nobles, officials, he proclaimed a holiday throughout the provinces and distributed gifts with royal uh, liberality. And in that book of, book of Ephesians chapter 4, uh, chapter 2, verse 4 to 10, he said, but because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgression. It is by grace you have been saved. 
And God raised us with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly places or in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Why? In order that in the coming age he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God. Hallelujah. For we are God's workmanship. I want every one of us to know that we, are, we belong to God. We are created in his own image. We are created in Christ Jesus to do good works. So can I ask us this question? How are you reflecting the good work or works of God in your life? God has prepared these good works in advance for us to do. So let us carry on with Esther. Esther was given all this beauty treatment. Look at the treatment you have been having. You don't need to rub oil from her head to her toe, even though these are some of the things that we have to do to, to, to appear before the, when we come to a beauty such as this. But Esther was given all these beauty treatments, like you are receiving the word of God, because during the time of Jesus on earth, he spoke in parables. And I'm ending up by speaking to you in parables. Esther was given all this beauty treatment so that she can be attracted to only the king. Only the king. Who is that king in your life? Only your husband. Who is that queen in your life? Only your wife. Only the king, the, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. With the Bible talks about the increase of his government. If you allow his government on your life, and you abide by the treatment that the angels are giving to you, directing you in all your ways, you will reflect him like never before. The same way God beautifies us to show up his glory. God beautifies us to raise us up and be seated with him in the heavenly places, like I've just said, or realms, heavenly places or realms, and with the fullness of his act and reflect him regularly. All this above are what we need to know in our hearts so that we will not sin against God and man. When you are beautified by his glory, you will be raised to be seated with him. I'm talking about people that have received that beauty treatment, that have eaten the heavenly food. You will reflect God's glory. Amen. When next I meet you, I concluded... I'm concluding, finally concluding, when next I meet with us, we are going to look at how man, or you might say human beings, man and creatures, man, nature, that is the heaven and the earth, we are going to look at creatures as animals, you know, how these creatures and creation reflect God's glory. In various ways. May the Lord bless us tonight. As you have heard the word, I want to encourage you to be like that thief on the cross of Calvary. After seeing everything, the songwriter says, See from his head. His hands is feet. Sorrow and love flow mingled down. Did ever this love ever meet? And I say to you tonight, 
If you want to reflect Jesus' glory, look at the pain that he went through on the cross of Calvary. Look at the deep cuts on his body. Look at how he was beaten. And it was this. And look at the cross, the nails, and the blood that was flowing. There's sorrow and love flow, mingled down. That is what the thief saw on the cross. He could see Jesus being punished for what sin he had not committed. And when he looked and saw that, he now said to Jesus, because everybody was saying, what a lie. In the world today, many say everything about Jesus. How can you believe in all these things? They are tricking you. People say what they like to say. The, the Bible not say that blessed are those who do not see me, but yet they believe. When Thomas was doubting his hands and everything, he said to Thomas in that book of Matthew, he said, look, blessed are those who do not see me, but yet they believe. So can I say to us tonight, let's begin to look like that thief on the cross. He was beautified by the wounds. He was beautified by Jesus' shape. And guess his response. He said, today, please remember me when you get to your father, your father in heaven. And a heart of repentance. For adventure, you have misused your lives. For adventure, you have done what you like to yourself. And you have become like that thief. Paradventure, you are a thief. Or you, are, you, are, you are stolen from people. Because that's what the devil comes to do. To kill, to steal, and to destroy. But many people are helping the devil to continue his work. They kill people. They steal from people. They destroy people. Maybe you are in this group. I believe that God wants you to see Jesus on the cross of Calvary. And do something to your life. Tonight. So we have our eyes closed. As I just lead us in this short prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word that has been spoken tonight. I thank you for touching the heart of everyone that is listening, O God. Lord, I thank you for the beauty treatment that you have been giving to us through your word from the beginning of this conference. Lord, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. The food that we are eating, the best of the best food, is the one you selected from us and for us. And as you continue to eat this food this Sunday and forevermore, Lord, I pray that you create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, O God, so that in the end we shall reign with you forevermore. Lord, we thank you. Father, we glorify your name. We exalt your God. We magnify your name. We give you praise, O God. Lord, I commit all the women that are given to me, O God, in Christ's tabernacle and in the world at large. I commit them into your hands, O God. And I speak, I prophesy into your life that you shall be for a sign and a wonder. You will reflect Jesus like never before. The word of God will not depart from your, from your mouth, but you will meditate. You shall meditate on it day and night. And you will make your way prosperous in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Lord, in this as well, I commit all our children I yes, commit Lord. them into your hand as you have had tonight. Yes, from babies to adults, yes, from to teenagers. This, this is my heart, oh God. You know my oh, heart, my heart cry. There are many that are raising their children and there are thieves that are coming to steal people's yes, children. Lord. Lord, I pray that you create in them a clean heart. Mm. Renew a right spirit with them, Lord Jesus. Give mm. them the heavenly treatment, oh God. The beauty treatment that they need, Lord Jesus. Yes, to radiate their heart and the word of God, the right word of God. 
that they will eat of oh God to do your will to the end. Lord, I glorify your holy name. Thank you for helping our teenagers. Thank you for helping our adults. Thank you for helping our mothers. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, this is our word tonight, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for hearing us, Lord. The Bible says, while we are yet speaking, you have answered. So I thank you for answered prayer tonight. Lord, I thank you for all the speakers that have been speaking from the beginning of this conference. I thank you for Reverend Mrs. Ackerman. I thank you for Pastor Tijani, Lord. I thank you for more people that are going to be speaking. I thank you for myself. Thank you for Apostle Williams, Lord Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, because you put your words in our heart. And as we release it, it will bring change in the name of the Father. And of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, you are very, very welcome. Let's put our hands together for the Lord and just give Him praise for tonight. Thank God for the word that you have been hearing. Thank God for His mercy that He has shown. Thank God for the healing that He has brought. Today also happened to be the 216th night of our prayer. You know, which you have been praying daily. We are going to lift up our voice to heaven and give God the praise for giving us the resilience, giving us the authority, giving us the privilege and the honor that God can make His appeal through us. Every scripture quoted in this meeting are sent into our bodies, into our lives. They will bring forth healing Amen. and they will accomplish the purpose for which God has, has sent them. There is His word for instruction. There is word for encouragement that you have received today. There is word for transformation. Mm. Let us begin to pray and tell God, Father, let your word heal me. Let your word transform me. Let your word be fulfilled let in your me. Word be fulfilled it says, my word that came out of yeah, my mouth will not come back to me without achieving its purpose. Oh, sovereign Lord, we pray that let your word that we have had today. Let it be grafted in our soul. Let it transform our soul. Let it bring forth healing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that 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 our life shall be example of the word. Our life shall be example of the word. Father, we pray that we pray the Lord. Our life shall be example of the word. Our life shall be example of the word. Thank you, Father God. Our life shall be example of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Name Thank you. Amen. You know, the Amen. first speaker also said Amen. that your, the, the first educator of a child is the family where he's born. Mm. And your character and your life mm. has a, a strong impact mm. in the life of the children. Mm. Not only that, the Bible also says that your lifestyle is the great preacher. And we're going to pray. From the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 to 9. It says your attitude should be the same as that of Christ. Who being very nature God. Did not consider equality with God something to grasp. But made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of servant. Man does see pray. Let pray and tell the Lord. Father change the attitude of my mind. Let me experience transformation in my attitude. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. It's the same thing that the second speaker spoke about. The attitude of our mind, we must be able to discern good from evil. We must be able to discern God's glory from, you know, uh, a beauty of ashes. Lift up your voice and pray. Transform my attitude to God. Let, the, let my mind be changed to the mind of Christ in functioning. 
Everything that hinders me in my heart, in my mind, destroy them. In the name of Jesus, change my attitude. Father, change my attitude. Father, transform me, transform me, transform me. Let me encounter transformation. Oh, sovereign Lord, let me encounter transformation. Change me inside out. Let me be a perfect example that will satisfy the heart of the Father. Lord, let my heart and mind follow the mind of Christ in me. Let my heart and mind submit to the mind of Christ in me. Father, I pray for transformation of my attitude. So the mind of Christ Tell the Lord, the every bad attitude in me, every destroy them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Destroy every bad attitude in me. Oh, Lord, my God, I pray, let there be transformation, a renewal in my attitude. Now, Ephesians 1, 17 says, I keep asking that the God of our Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of Him. Begin to pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation of Christ. Give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation of Christ. The spirit of wisdom and revelation of Christ. Let there be transformation in my soul, transformation in my mind, transformation in my attitude. Father, I pray thee, I pray thee, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, give unto me, O God, enlighten the eyes of my heart. Verse 18 of Ephesians 1. Tell the Lord, open the eyes of my heart, that I may know the hope of my calling, that the riches of your glorious inheritance in me. Lord, open the eyes of my heart. Enlighten the eyes of my heart. Enlighten the eyes of my heart. Oh, sovereign Lord, I pray thee. Help me to see what you are doing. Help me to know what you are saying. To understand the voice of heaven. Father, I pray thee, Lord. Lord, we pray thee. God will pray thee. God will pray thee. Yarroko Somali Brakabode. Father, Lord, that your name be exalted. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. The book of Malachi chapter 3, 17 to 18. It says, Then they, it says, They will be mine, says the Lord. In in that day, I will make up my treasured possession. I will spare them, just as as in compassion a man spares his sons and uh, who serves him. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who, who serve God and those who do not. You want to tell the Lord, I'm going to the end of the year. Mark me with the blood of Jesus. Mm. Let there be distinction between me and those who do not serve you. Mm. Pray for your family, pray for your home, your children, your grandchildren, begin to pray. Lord, you have promised, put the blood of Jesus very distinctly among many people. Let your blood distinct me among many people. In the days of parade, let your blood distinct me. In the midst of plague, let your blood distinct me. Father, you have said it. You will distinct, you will give distinction. In the days of lack in the nation, joblessness in the nation, Father, distinct me, O God. You have said it, Lord. You will put distinction between those who serve you and those who do not. Yeah, in this end time, Lord, distinct me, O God. Distinct me, O God. Distinct me, O God. Oh, sovereign Lord, we pray thee. Oh, give me the Bible says, tell the righteous, it shall be well with him. Begin to tell the Lord, Father, you promised me wellness. Let it be well with me, Lord. In the midst of plague, let it be well with me. He who dwells in the shelter of the most high, he will abide under the shadow of the mighty. Father, Lord, I pray thee. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Let it rest upon me. 
Let your mercy rest upon my family. Let your mercy rest upon my household. Let your talk, O God, in this season. Let favor rest upon us. Let your favor rest upon your church. Let your favor rest upon us. Be sinked out by your favor. Be sinked out by your prosperity. Be sinked out by your mercy. Be sinked out by your glory. Be sinked out by your power. Continue to speak in the name of the Lord. In this end time, Lord, be sinked out by your Holy Spirit. Be sinked out by your mercy. Raka for what is impossible shall be possible for us. We pray in the Levosita. In the midst of famine, we will enjoy plenty. Mandarabashanta. In the midst of plague, we shall be protected. In the midst of the wrath of God, we shall obtain mercy from heaven. Oh Lord, deceive us, O God. With your Holy Ghost, deceive me. With your Holy Ghost, deceive me. With your Holy Ghost, deceive me. Yera Babobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobobob
verse uh, verse 24. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. According to the prophecy God gave us last Sunday, uh, this just past Sunday, the Lord said all the, all the machinery of Satan in the government of Nigeria will be dismantled. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Yes, Every juggernaut of Satan will be arrested. Father Lord, we pray thee. We pray thee, dismantle the machinery that Satan is using in the infrastructure of the government of Nigeria. All the infrastructure of the devil. Let them be shaken. Let them be shaken. Let them be broken. Yes, Let them be destroyed. All the infrastructure of the politicians that Satan is using to oppress people. Let them be destroyed. Let them be destroyed. All the infrastructure of Satan in the church. Through false prophets. Father, destroy them. Dismantle them, O God. Destroy them, O God. Dismantle them, O God. Everyone who robbed Nigeria, Holy Ghost arrest them. Holy Ghost arrest them. Recover the loot of Nigeria. Recover the loot of Nigeria. Don't let judgment pass to the nations. Recover the loot of Nigeria. We plead, O God, means that understand that the blood of Jesus over Asorok, over the Senate, over the state government, over the judiciary, over the military, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. We frustrate the powers of Satan in the name of Jesus. We frustrate the powers of Satan in the name of Jesus. We frustrate everyone that works against the destiny of Nigeria. Begin to pray. Every Ahitophel in Nigeria, turn their counsel to foolishness. Turn their counsel to foolishness. We bind every evil spirit that Satan assigned to Nigeria. We overthrow their seed by the fire of God. We command that the fire of God from heaven will overthrow them. Every weapon Satan is using in Nigeria. Holy Ghost fire destroyed. Holy Ghost fire destroyed. Holy Ghost fire destroyed. The people rose up peacefully. Their rising will not be in vain. Beyond their thoughts, oh God, you will bring solution to Nigeria. You will bring solution to Nigeria. You will make the trade of all these traders over Nigeria detestable. You will turn their counsel to foolishness. Everyone that stands against the destiny of Nigeria, he arrest them not now. Receive them of their armor. Sweep them of their power. Bring judgment over them, both in the country, in the nation, in the in the structure, in the in the, in the, in the government, in the church. Every messenger of Satan, Father, relieve them of their office. Overthrow them, O God. Arrest them publicly. All the looters of Nigeria, recover the loot of God. Make the nation of Nigeria the prince of the earth again, where there will be equity and justice. Where people will be conscientious in the name of Jesus. Restore the fortune of Nigeria. Tell the Lord to restore the fortune of Nigeria. Restore the glory of Nigeria. Destroy the platform of false prophets in Nigeria. Shame them publicly, O God. All the looters. Shame them publicly, O God. Deliver Nigeria from the wolves. All the wolves in sheep's clothing. People promise salvation only to destroy the people, to oppress the people. Father, destroy their platform. In the name of Jesus Christ. Destroy the power that they rely upon. In the name of Jesus. Destroy their witchcraft. And their spells shall not work anymore. Now begin to pray. Let Nigeria fulfill the mandate of heaven. Let the promise of God over Nigeria be fulfilled. Let the prophecy God has shown to us about Nigeria be fulfilled. Father, open the book of remembrance. At this time, pass through Nigeria in a way that will terrify people. Pass through Nigeria in a way that will melt the heart of people. Send your revival. Send your fire. Send your revival. 
Send your fire over the nation of Nigeria. Send your fire. Mande Raba Shoto Rembre Kimbra Lemondo. God will bless your name. We exalt you. We glorify you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. I would like to pray with you. Amen. It is written, do not be afraid, for I am with you. Amen. I will bring your children from the east and gather oh, you, gather you from Amen. the west. Amen. I will say to the north, give up. Mm. Give them up. And to the south, do not hold back. Bring my sons from far, mm. afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Mm. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Mm. We speak this into the atmosphere. Amen. Every child of God, mark for salvation, we arrest your souls and we call you into the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every one of you that Satan has shipwrecked irony of your children, whether son or daughter, I bind the afflictor in the name of Jesus. Amen. I decree that the wall of Satan around them will collapse, be mm. totally destroyed, and the ring of fire of God will surround them. I decree that God will isolate them from all the powers and people and influences that Satan has sent against them and build a wall, a cousin between them, and that the Lord will reveal himself to them and call them back in the name of Jesus. I bind every evil spirit aside against them. As it is written, lift up your eyes and look around you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters are carried on their arm. Everyone that has been a Christian before, because it came to my knowledge that many churches are suffering because the number of people who have been coming to church before just disconnected. This is the intention of Satan for some people. Father, we destroy that plan in the name of Jesus. I wake up the spirit of all who have been in churches before, but now the the, the devil has breathed upon them weariness and laziness that they will run to the house of God. The Bible says, do not, do not, do not give up the meeting of one another. It says that I, uh, as David said, I shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, thy holy temple. But with terrible thing, you have satisfied me. He says, I was glad when they said unto me, we will go into the house of God. You commanded Christians to meet in a house, in a building. And so, Lord, I decree, people who have been wearied by Satan, I loose them in the name of Jesus. People that the devil have been incubating in their mind and their commitment to God had wearied down. I command revival into their soul Amen. in the name of Jesus. Everyone afflicted with fear, I rebuke the spirit of fear. The Bible says we are not given the spirit of fear that will fall back into slavery. People need to believe you and understand and trust you. Really, people are in commotion. Where should they run into? If not the house of the living God. Father, remove the veil that Satan has used to cover the eyes of many. As in the beginning that people are dying so many in this COVID and people run to church. Father Lord, without people dying, let revival hit the heart of mortal men. Let the consciousness of who you are and your house hit them. Father, begin to bring them in multitude. Back to your house, Lord. Back to your house, Lord. So that as you are visiting your people right now in different parts of the world, in the temple of God, that they will not be excluded from that visitation. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke fear. We rebuke laziness. Every weapon Satan has sent to weary people to hinder them from achieving what you have ordained for them. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Some people, their giving habits have died. Father Lord, open your understanding because that's a good recipe of the devil 
to set up a man to destroy all his finance. Father, we pray that you will bring understanding to every child of God upon the earth. The Bible says, bring your tithe, all your tithes and offering to my storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And God said, test me in this. And Jesus said, give Caesar what is Caesar and give God what is God. Rita Maso Paredo Syria. If nobody argues about tax to the government, then Jesus said you cannot argue about your, your gift of tithe and offering to the church. And so grant knowledge to many who have been abused by Satan. Let their understanding be open so that the plan of the wicked one will not happen to them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be abundance in the house of God. Amen. People who have been faithful in their giving. Father, I ask of God, the last few days of, of this month, of the, uh, this year, let heaven rent open upon Amen. them. Fulfill your scriptures in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 12 and verse 13. Open the floodgates of heaven. Fulfill what you have promised, O God, in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 26. Open the floodgates of heaven. What about Isaiah, chapter 45? You have said it. You, will, you said, I, I, I will go before you. I will break down the gates of bronze. I will cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the richest of the secret places. And you said, you will have plenty to eat. Father, Lord, I decree abundance, 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 abundance to the hands of those people who have been faithful to you in giving, even in this time, who recognize that your institution has to be sustained so that the gospel can reach the whole earth. People who love you with all their heart. Father, open your heart unto them according to your covenant word and bless the works of their hand. Lift any one of them out of the door here. If any one of them are be jobless, I decree doors to open for them. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, let grace be given unto us that we will have abundance and in all things at all times we can give unto every good work. Lord, breathe your breath upon your church that the gates of hell cannot prevail. The schemes of Satan cannot hinder us. In the name of Jesus, empower everyone under my voice to be successful in everything that they undertake, that you are put into their heart. Father, we bless you. We glorify thee. If anybody is sick under my voice, you are set free from your illnesses. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, I command you to be healed. Your blood is healed. Your liver is healed. Your spleen is healed. Your gut is healed. Your womb is healed. Your breast area is healed. Every lump in body, vanish in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. Either the lump is inside or outside. Amen. I curse lump to die. Not all in the name of Jesus. Amen. I command headache to vanish in the name Amen. of Jesus. Every pain in the neck, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every pain in the back, in the waistline, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Every pain in the joints of the body, you are healed in the name of Jesus. The body of man is the temple of God. It's not a temple of sickness. It's not a temple of plague. You plague, sickness, get out of every human body. That is under my voice. I send the word of God into you. Where you are right now. Receive your healing. Be made whole. I command the paralytic to jump up and work. I command the blind eyes to open in the name of Jesus. Every part of the organ dead. Receive life in the name of Jesus. He quickening the dead. Receive life in the name of Jesus. Every soul that is willing. Receive life in the name of Jesus. Vitality in the name of Jesus. Randobo Shaka Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive the gift of the Spirit. Receive the fruit of the Spirit in the fullness of God. That in the name of the Lord be glorified over you. Lord, we pray for those who have their birthday today. May the Lord bless you. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you. He will show you his salvation. We pray for those who have their wedding today, their anniversary today. May the Lord grant you everything you need to, to enjoy your married life. Father, we bless and glorify your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are pray with thanksgiving. Stretch your hands before the Lord.
May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May he send you help from the sanctuary Amen. and grant you support from Zion. Amen. May he remember all your sacrifices and your offerings. And may he accept all your tithes and offerings from you. And may he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. In meeting with his covenant promise, you will shout for joy when you are victorious and we lift up the banner, our banner in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests, the God of Abraham, who appeared unto him, the God of Bethel, and made a covenant with Abraham, and appeared to Isaac, and confirmed it with an oath, and appeared unto Jacob, where he fulfilled it. And also fulfilled it on us in Abraham. May he open the book of remembrance, all your requests from January that are waiting for manifestation, I may the Lord grant them in this Amen. very month. As you go into the new month, it shall be glory for you. Amen. It shall be comfort for you. Amen. It shall be encounter for you. It shall be Amen. manifestation, simple manifestation. Amen. Even to the end of this month, God will restore your fortune at the water because of Negev. So shall it be. God will take away lack from your life and family. So shall it be. And so it is. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen, amen and amen and amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Before I introduce um, the next speaker who will take the offering, Pastor Nike, I want to say this to us, uh, to Pastor Tijani and Mommy as well. You know, the Spirit of the Lord moved me to tell you this, that all these things that you are, you are teaching now, you should write them in book form. So start to work on it now. If anybody is gifted in that area, you know, please start to do that now. There are many times we teach and preach and we bring revelation from God, not from what we know to what we do not know that we are receiving as at the time we are speaking. And if those things are not written down, they will not be able to work to their full potential. So I want to say to you that start working on this and I'll be on the neck of both of you in this matter. May the Lord strengthen and bless you. Shall we just invite Pastor Nikkei for announcement and praise the Lord wow what an amazing session we've had I mean from Monday to yesterday and then today and for those who haven't joined us from the start I really encourage you from everything that you receive tonight I pray that you don't miss the next few days because God is kind of equipping us and preparing us for the next level that he's taking us into and I don't want you to get carried away that, oh, it's just a women's convention. No. God has prepared a banquet for us at this time. And God has prepared a table before us. And we need to be ready to receive everything that God has prepared for us at this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Offering time, blessing time. Can we please open to the book of Luke, chapter 6? And if we can go down to verse 38, it says this. And it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. This is an opportunity for us to be able to give again this evening's award as we prepare for the, um, during this convention. Um, I'll probably the Lord will have put the information on the screen on the account that you need to make your offering to. Please don't forget to mark it for that as word as we give this offering tonight. I want to prepare for that. I'll quickly run through the announcement briefly. I'll first like to um, welcome all those who have who are joining us for the first time on this platform. 
We would like to request that if this is your first time of joining us, you're welcome to Christ Faith Tabernacle. This is Christ Faith Tabernacle Church, where we're building overcoming for tomorrow. And if today is your first day, if you'd like to please drop us an email or at admin at cftchurches.org. That would be great. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Also, we'd like you to spread the word. If you receive something new tonight, I want you to go out there and tell people, send the link out to people. There's so many people that need everything that's been discussed on this platform. It's not the, the women's program in Christ's Tabernacle, it's just not for women only. It's for men, it's for women, it's for children, it's for teenagers, it's for those in university, it's for all ages. And every single one that joins this platform will be transformed as they receive this word tonight in Jesus' name. Tomorrow, we'll be again receiving our, our mother in, in Nigeria, Reverend Clara Akbami. She'll be sharing with us tomorrow, and mommy too will be joining her to share with us tomorrow about equipping ministers' wives. I mean, if you were there yesterday, I have, I mean, I wrote so much and, I've been, and I'm going to go back and I'm going to review it. If you're not privy to see the session yesterday, please go onto our webpage and it's still live there whereby you can connect with us. And that is for our tomorrow's program. On Friday, our mommy will be continuing again on Woman, You Are Beautified in the Lord. So please, Let's think on a Friday, and our meeting on Friday again will be 7 p.m. On Saturday, mom and dad will be joining together to discuss with us on marriage. It will be our marriage seminar. Please, if you've not registered, please look on our program that we sent out, and there's a QR scanner there. Can you please scan it and register your interest for Saturday? You know, it's very, very important. If you know anyone that are having any issues in their marriage at the moment, please get them to connect. I can guarantee one thing that God is going to do. God is going to heal so many marriages on Saturday. And so please, if you've been blessed through this program, we really want to encourage you to reach out. All those your friends that are on WhatsApp, just send them the link that, look, connect. Your life will be transformed. Then the grand final will be on Sunday at 10 a.m. I want to encourage all you women, if you've got your cream, if you've got your gloves, if you haven't got your fascinators, please get them ready for Sunday. And don't forget your thanksgiving offering. Remember, God said that no one must come before him empty-handed. So we need to get ourselves ready with our thanksgiving offering. You can pay it directly. If you're not too sure the account to pay it into, please drop an email to admin at CFT Churches, and they'll send you the account to make the payment to. Now, we don't. We, this is for all the women in Christ's Tabernacle. But if today is your first time joining us, but you want to be part of what God is doing, and you want to sow a seed into this ministry, please drop an email to admin at cftchurches.org. And it will be an opportunity for you to sow into this ministry. The Lord bless you all. And I will hand back to our Father in the Lord as we give our offering at this time in Jesus' name. God bless you. Bye-bye. Wow. Before we, we pray over the offering, let me just play this album to you. You will like it. Just to worship the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. As we give our offering unto the Lord, we worship Him. The Bible says, Worship the Lord with your substance, he will, and He will bring His blessing upon your food and your water. Yes, Lord. I am the one for whom nothing is too hard. I am the shepherd, and I am the dog. I am the 
pray. Father, we thank you for the holy offering that we have been able to bring. And I say, Lord, this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice in Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. May the Lord bless you richly. May the Lord empower you in everything that you do. And may your giving tonight bring forth abundant harvest before the living God. May you never lack seed to sow and bread to eat in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this hour as we glorify your holy name together. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. amen and amen. Can I just say to us that those of us who are on the YouTube, please remember to click the uh, thumb up because that is very necessary for the uh, concurrent um, uh, effectiveness of our, of our YouTube. And I want to say this to you. Tomorrow we'll meet the same time at 7 p.m. Let us remember that Friday this week, uh, we are going to have the Women of Rad Destiny at 7 as usual. 
And then instead of having our prayer at 11, we'll be having the prayer warriors of the night at 12, which is what it is. Because on Friday, our weekly program starts 11 to 12, and then 12 to 1 is for, uh, you know, uh, the warriors of the night. So, but because of the convention we are doing, we will hold our third meeting at 7, and then 12 midnight, we enter into the warriors of the night. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you. Uh, in Jesus' anointed name. Shall we lift up our sorry, right Sorry, apologies. Uh, just um, something I forgot to send to Pastor Nick. Uh, just quickly to remind all workers that would normally complete the form. Uh, the screening form is going to be issued tomorrow. Uh, please look out for it from midnight tonight. You need to return it by midnight on Thursday. And the Lord will bless you. One more quick one, sir, is that we have kindly received... Um, a donation of white face masks specifically for the women of Royal Destiny to match the attire for the Thanksgiving service. This will be issued to the first 100 women that arrive at the cathedral on Sunday. God bless you. Wow, is that not fantastic? May the Lord bless the sister who gave that. God will whiten your life and bless your business. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, with an uplifted hand, shall we just share the grace together? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Shall we share the general grace together? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and evermore. Amen.